Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? This is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble of Black Tribbles fame, and I am joined by my host, uh, Vincent Williams of It's All Soul, Wednesdays 8 to 10. And this is the Michaud Mission, oh, two right. men, one podcast, every black film ever. Thank you once again for taking the time to uh, journey with us on this leg of our tour around black cinema. Tonight, we will be reviewing Ava DuVernay's, I think it's her directorial debut. Actually, it's it's the, her second film. Or her second but, but, film. But, well, we'll talk. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, middle of Nowhere. That's what we're going to be talking about this evening. Um, but first, we're going to get touch on a little bit of feedback that we've gotten recently via Facebook and Twitter from all of all of you out there. Again, I I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of you that uh, have been so responsive to this show and appreciative of um, of what me and Vince have been doing. Uh, I wanted to share this with you, Vince. I ran across um, uh, a friend of mine. Are you 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 are familiar with uh, Real Black? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and Real Black for those not here inside of Philadelphia, Real Black is an organization that they they're all about promoting black films mm-hmm. and black cinema black uh filmmakers and actors and everything like that uh they like to talk about good movies about black folks that's what real black that's real r e e l black right right let's be clear i'm a fan of, of real, real black, black. Oh, yeah, yeah me yeah, too yeah, me so. too big time yeah and um it, the the head guy at real black is a brother uh, he goes by mike d um but he's mike mike dennis um, who is a filmmaker of, in, in his own right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you will see him at pretty much everything that has to do with movies around here in Philadelphia. And uh, Real Black has actually been trying to get together, uh, doing like a podcast of their own that they, that they put out there. Um, you can find out all about Real Black at realblack.com. But I saw him, I ran into him recently at a screening for Keanu, the okay. new and Peele movie. Which is, uh, you know, which is kind of cool. You know, everybody should check it out. It's right, a, it's right. A funny right, little right. film. Uh, and I r- ran into him. Um, uh, a little bit of background. Me and Mike have, you know, come across each other, you know, more than a few times over the years. And when I first came up with the idea of doing a podcast that t- talked about reviewing black films, naturally he was one of the people that I reached out to. Of course. About being a part of it. But he wasn't sure if he could commit time-wise to it so he had to back out but he he loved the idea so fast forward now running into him uh last week and you know he's been listening to our shows you know appreciative of it likes it said that he was uh halfway through listening through uh to uh claudine our review of claudine (laughs) okay all right um but he was talking about like you know yeah man you know we're trying to get this podcast together ourselves and you know i got to you know, edit it and take out my ums and my breathings and all this stuff. And man, he's just like, I don't know how y'all how y'all doing it. Like, um, like, uh, how many y'all put out? Like, like two two a month or something like that. So no, we do it every week. Every week we do it every week. Dog. Every week, and you edit it. I said, yeah, we edit it. I, you know, it's not a hard edit, but yeah, we we edit it and we get it out there. He's like, man, are y'all watching the movies? <laughs> 
It's a labor of love. It's a labor of love. It's a labor of love. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. But he, he, um, in 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 Lynn Capital P produces. (laughs) Lynn Lynn Capital P produces. So you know, Uh, he was. um, But he said, like, yo, I I really like what I really like the show, and it's grooving, man. And um, we definitely talked about getting him in here. Oh my god! Yes, one day at least for an episode. Most certainly. Yeah. Most certainly. So uh, so I wanted to. Pass it on to you that you know we've, we've got a, a big fan. Well, if Mike, if Mike is, is digging us, that means we're doing something. That's right. fantastic to me. We, we are well, doing something. Well, right. well, thank you, Mike. And again, come on in. Yeah, you're welcome. All at, at any time. Um, yeah, our review last week of <laughs> why did I get why did I get married? The Tyler Perry, our first review of a Tyler Perry film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. garnered a couple of interesting uh, responses. Uh, Robert Monroe, uh, longtime fan. Yeah, of the show, yeah, yeah. Hey, Robert. He, he hit us up and said, "Hey, that was a great episode, but I wasn't clear. <laughs> Did you guys like the movie or no? <laughs> it was it was a little unclear. Yeah, we, it made we, we left it you know purposefully right, a- right, ambiguous, ambiguous, <laughs> ambiguous. <laughs> is, you know, we enjoyed you know it, there are shadings <laughs> in in different perspectives, like like you get with Tyler Perry. Even it's just you know exactly right, so." And uh, <laughs> Destiny Edwards, another longtime fan of the show, uh, at Mocha Loca eighty five, yes, on Twitter, said that uh, Michelle Mission has summed up my feelings about all Tyler Perry movies. <laughs> the shit don't make sense. <sighs> yeah, I think that's gonna that's gonna be a t shirt. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and you know, it it don't make sense to us. It. Apparently it makes sense to somebody. It makes sense to somebody. I'm not quite sure who, but it's not me. Um, But but thank you everyone for for listening. We really responding. Yes, Uh, I encourage you all to um, find us on Facebook at uh, Mission uh, at the Michelle Mission. You can find us on Twitter at Mission Michelle, or you can email us at Michelle Mission at Gmail dot com. Any of your feedback. Um, and also, if you really want to help us, uh, one of the ways, that, one of the biggest ways that you can help us is by going on to iTunes, especially if you, you know, get us through iTunes. We're available at SoundCloud and Stitcher Radio, and now we're available on Google Play as well. Very nice. So we're all, we're getting out there. Um, but if you go on iTunes and and rank the show and leave a little comment as as to what you're thinking about the show that really is the best way of helping us because that puts us a little bit higher in the uh in the the eye closer to the eye line of the people at iTunes okay and um the, you know raises our profile a little bit yes, there yes. so we the, we really appreciate that absolutely absolutely uh, and another fan of the show uh Leanne Lindsay knowing that we were going to be reviewing Middle of Nowhere this week she actually posted on our Facebook page um, an interview that she did um, back in 2012 when Middle of Nowhere premiered. Mm-hmm. An interview that she did with Ava DuVernay as well, and, and the star of the movie, Miss Coronaldi. 
because I will. I mean, go I, ahead and take. I mean, just dive in. We need to. We need to say, Imayatsi no, no. Coronaldi. There you go. See, I was not. I wasn't going to take that pleasure away from you. <laughs> I was going to let you uh, take that take that hit first. Mm-hmm. Um, so she posted an interview that she did with the two of them on our Facebook page, and I'm going to actually repost that now up on Twitter. So it'll be out there on our Twitter feed for you. Uh, you want to check it out? It's a real cool interview that Leanne Lindsay of Tinsel and Tyne. Um, here in Philadelphia did with the director and the star of Middle of Nowhere. Column regarding inmate number P48057, North Hall Level D, Derek J. Murray. My registrant number is 051954. Can you even believe it? I can't believe it. Ten months early. It's good news. It's great news. Baby, you got everything going for you. You're coming home. (laughs) We are somewhere in between. In a middle place. How is he? He's fine. Oh, could you tell Mr. Fine I need money? I'm trying. We're trying. Let's go out, Aru. Can't, Pop. I want to see Uncle Derek on the big ship. I don't want you to stop from me, baby. You are me, remember? Perfect now. Hey, hey. how's your day going? From the fire we made love. He's going through a tough time. He's going through a tough time? <laughs> I see. I thought that was you. I'm Brian. Keep those brown eyes wide open for for I don't know what's gonna happen next. I'm gonna try to be what's happening next. Deep water, stay I'll be better. I promise. He's a convicted felon. Please don't patronize me, sir. It's not supposed to be like this. He's doing good time. There's a chance. You can't see two feet in front of you. We got something, don't we? Next case, Derek Murray. The past has disappeared. And the future, it doesn't exist until we get there. So, here we have Middle of Nowhere, 2012's middle of nowhere which is you know really this this fantastic character study of the character ruby uh played by again imayatsu imayatsu did i say that right imayatsi 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 cornaldi okay and her first starring role you you know she she had um she'd been in some shorts before now but this was her you, you know her her major release and and it really just follows her life again it's a character study she's a young woman married to a man who has been convicted of of gun running played by omari hardwick mm-hmm. and it really just follows her life and you know uh, director ava duvernay says when she talks about it when she talks about this movie you, you know she she says that that she was sort of figuring out what she wanted because this is only her second movie 
you know, after um, I will follow. Right. And and, you know, she says she spoke to women in in um, in L.A. and in in her community. And this issue comes up again and again and again. And, And, you know, it's certainly an issue across the United States when we talk about incarceration, when we talk about all of the men in the United States in prison and specifically African American men. When you talk to black women, this is an issue that directly affects them. So you have this film that sort of follows this woman as she's kind of navigating this world and, and navigating her life with her husband incarcerated. You know, as the film begins, the film begins almost with, with almost a prologue and he's he's just been convicted it seems like and it says he has a five-year sentence before he can be up for parole or well, no no, no it's has an eight a, year it's sentence. eight year right so he has a five-year sentence and you're right before he can be up for parole and then it fast forwards four years right so that she's been living this life and you know again just to circle back real quick well let's, let's just get this out of the way. i'm i'm I was amazed by how good this film was and not amazed because I didn't think Ava DuVernay was a good director. This is actually the first film I've seen of, of hers. You, you know, um, I will follow. I didn't hear of until middle of nowhere came out. And, and I remember when middle of nowhere came out a few years ago, there was this buzz because she won the best director mm-hmm. award at Sundance. Right. And then, you know, obviously when Selma came out, Last year, she became a, a, a huge deal. And so when I say I was amazed by how good this was, it, it's not saying that I didn't expect it to be good. But it's such I, I, I guess like I'm just looking at my notes. I said this. It's it's so finely calibrated, I guess, is what I was saying. Mm. Like like her control of the language of film and just sort of shot to shot. And and you know the other thing that I wrote is is she had the 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 efficiency that comes from confidence. Yeah. So that these characters are so well drawn and it seems almost effortless. Like when you go back and you look at you know from scene to scene and you know not just Ruby who again is the main character and and you know um again um Miss Cornaldi really carries the weight yeah, of this film. Yes, she does. But when you look at Omari Hardwick's character Derek, when you look at her sister Rosie, um, played by Edwina Finley, Finley. Uh, when you look at Ruth, played by the great Lorraine Toussaint, oh, who yeah. you know, I think she's maybe in three scenes of this in this thing, maybe, maybe a little bit more, but not a lot. But yeah, you know, just amazing. And then of course David uh, Oyewelo. O O O U Oyewelo O Olu Oyewelo Oyelo O U As usual, I apologize in advance if if I butcher names. It is not the hardness of my heart; it's the ignorance of my tongue. Yes, but you you know he plays her her wannabe beau, her suitor, her suitor, if you will. Yes, while um Derek is in prison, and. In these very kind of again precise scenes, mm-hmm. you get a sense of these characters. You get a sense of who these people 
are and you know you know things like from scene to scene where where you know if ruby is confused the the shots are blurry if she's feeling alone you know you have these far away shots where you see she's by herself yeah. I, I mean you know at the very beginning the very first real shot you see as she's on the bus traveling to go and see Derek in prison and and the the perspective of of the shot is of the women coming into the prison through the gate so it looks like they're behind bars yep and that is a theme that that's sort of the main theme of the film that that these women who love these men who are incarcerated and we talk about incarceration we talk about men in jail and you know even when you think about films about jail they take place in prison usually Mm -hmm. and you know if you see the the wives if you see the girlfriends if you see the mothers of the children it's always in the visiting area yeah and then when they split the camera follows the men right into the prison and this is one of the few films it's the only film i've ever seen like you know you never want to say it's the only film that's ever done it but this is is the only film I've ever I've ever seen that that really captures what that must be like. Mm-hmm. Like like there's a point in the film that that really struck me where there was an incident in prison. But because we're following the film from Ruby's point of view and because of sort of the bureaucracy of prison and because of um you know frankly the shitty way that people are treated. Right. Ruby doesn't know what's going on. And you, it, 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 it just, it just comes off the screen. It's palpable, her confusion and, and her fear and everything. And I realized that if this was another movie, we would have seen the incident Yep. because we would have saw it break out. We would have saw everything that led to it. And, and because we're oftentimes looking at this from the point of view of the people in prison. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is again, and, and you know, you, you see Ava DuVernay's interviews, you, you see the text itself. This is a story about the women who are affected by this. All right. So just right there, I thought it was a triumph because, you know, when it ends, like I said, again, it's palpable what this must feel like. Um, I think this film does a great job capturing this kind of relationship between this woman and this man. And what I mean by that is this, I, I think oftentimes when we talk about um, people who make choices that we wouldn't necessarily make in a relationship, right? We say, well, why would you be with that dude? And like, like, how would you not like, why would you be with that woman? Why would you, you know, clearly they're going to bring you down. Clearly they're this. And what I wrote, I said, Omari Hardwick is, you don't know him like I know him, and he's different when he's with me, Mm. personified. Right. Like, he's perfect. Like, this was so perfect. Like, I could see how a woman marries this man. Yeah. It's it's charmed by him. It's charmed by him. And, you know, I think even, even the word, like, charmed implies that he's up to no good like i think he's just he's just one of these men that take shortcuts not even men like he's one of these people that you can see he 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 just doesn't take accountability for things and he and and 
Like, I love the fact that he wasn't a bad man. I think you could say he was a weak man in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I think you could say he, he was definitely a selfish man, even though he doesn't necessarily mean it. Mm-hmm. Like, like when the film opens and it's it's the more I think about this scene, the more I love this scene. The, the film opens and and the character Ruby is about to drop out of medical school. Because she's a medical student when it starts. And she's telling her husband, you know, again, played by Amara Harwick, that I'm going to drop out of school basically because I can't go to school and tend to you. Right. In prison. Right. You you know, I I, I, I'm, I, I get your phone calls every day. I'm, I'm writing these letters like she's very, very involved with his legal situation, you know, talking to the lawyer and legal aid and his paperwork. And he says, you know, like he says all of the right things, you know, oh, you have to stay in school. Oh, you can't do this. Oh, you can't do that. But, you know, from the very first scene that he's happy that she's taking care of things so that as the film goes on and you get to a point where she really just has to look out for herself, Mm -hmm. it's not because he is taking advantage of her very consciously. I just think he's just this type of person. And, and I love that because I think, I think when we have someone and who is with a bad person, mm-hmm. oftentimes we blame that. We blame, we blame the person with the bad person. Okay. Like you made a bad choice. You're a dumbass. That's what you get basically. And I love the, the, the the sort of the lyrical way that Ava DuVernay deals with this character and through this character you can see that she's talking about a lot of women yeah and you know because let's just be we're talking about women here these are women who are with these men and these men are in prison and uh, the overarching overriding question is always why do you stay with them right while they are in prison and I think this film does a wonderful job giving you an answer to that without saying that, you know, these women have low self-esteem, they're being victimized, they're this, they're that, they're this. And it is maybe the only time I've seen this laid out, this, you know, I I, I use the term lyrical before, but it is, there's a lyricism to the relationship between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you can see, you, you know, he's in prison the entire film, but he's never really in prison because he's always with her, which right. means that she's always in prison because she's carrying him around with him. And, you know, even, you, you know, the um, and you get the scenes where you see her uh, going about her day or doing something. And then he kind of like comes there. Right. Because like you say, she he is with her. Right. At every step. of the, of And, the way. you know, to she go takes him with him. To, to, to go back to uh, the director's sort of mastery of the language of, of film the colors are always washed out yep. except for certain scenes. Mm-hmm. And this, this shows you how she's not present. Like she's not living her life because she's, you know, she's caught in prison just like he's caught in prison. But hers is this kind of grayness. It's this grayness about her life, except for, you know, one or two certain um moments right. in the film. Um, You know, you could have made a film 
about the relationship between the sisters and the mother. You know, again, I mentioned Lorraine Toussaint, who is is, you know, masterful as this mother of these two daughters. She's masterful in everything. Man. I, well, I know, but, but you know, she, well, she's masterful in this as well. Right. You know, um, David Oliewo. I know I'm David. O. Let's David, go David you know, o. Well, you know, I'm trying. I know you're trying. Right. right I'm trying. Um, you know, just plays a regular dude. Yeah. A, a regular dude who sees this very attractive woman and kind of, you know, hollers at her. Yeah. And and I like that they play him as a regular dude but not as some like superhero right here to save her. Like they even call him call him out on like you know, you do see my ring, don't you? Right. And he's like, "Yeah, but yeah, you know you what? You're right. That's right. That's my bad." That's well, my bad. but but he says it and I've heard women say this. Oh, of course. Of course. You know, I didn't know if you were really married. I thought you were just wearing a ring, but I think you're right. Even if she was married, I'm you, you. I didn't know that you weren't down for you know what's up, what's up. Exactly. So that again, and then you know clearly he has his own issues that he brings with him when he talks about his less than cordial relationship with his ex-wife. Right. So you know, I think it's interesting that you 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 talk about how the lyricism of this film. Mm-hmm. Because the one note that I wrote off of watching this film is that this is a Mary J. Blige song. <laughs> that's what this. That's what this. And, and I mean that. I mean that as as a as as, as much of a compliment as it is. Because I, okay. I love myself some Mary J. Blige. It is about women. It is for women. It is a woman's story. It is a woman's song. It's a woman's lament. This movie. Um, and all of the characters play, uh, wear it on on their faces, except tellingly, the you know um, uh, Ruby is going to you know is carrying the story. She's mm-hmm. carrying the movie, and she's carrying it on on, on her on on her broad shoulders as as much as she can. Her mother, Lorraine Toussaint, is uh, who is Ruth, I think is her name. Um, she she yes. she is uh bearing the weight of of her choices all on her all on her face and on, in her body and in her her mannerisms it's a very uh incredible scene uh kind of towards the 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 ramping up at the end of the movie or maybe a little bit in the middle where they're all at the dinner table with um the mother and the two daughters and the grandson and and Lorraine is just p- pretty much like just holding court between her two her two two kids you know we're we're here and if anybody was looking in it would, be, it would look like strangers right because right. we're not talking yeah. not talking to one another we're not relating um and she she like confesses about how the choices that she made um have she realizes created this this valley that is in between the three of them. Right. Um, that it's uh, put this chasm between her and, um, and her one daughter so much so that she won't let, let her anywhere near her grandson. Right, right, right. And it's put a, a bit of a chasm between her and Ruby uh, so much so that she, she can't 
reach Ruby doesn't feel like she can um, really depend on anyone right. as she's going through this. You know, only going to her mother when her back is utterly up against the wall. Right. Does she even come to her mom? Um, and that's an it's an incredible scene. But I thought it was interesting that as much as Ruby's wearing is is wearing this on 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 her back, and as much as her her um her mother wears everything on her back the sister whose name i'm forgetting i know this edwina is edwina finley is the actress's Mm -hmm. name rosie rosie Mm -hmm. her sister who obviously had a had a child out of wedlock and it's her younger sister right 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 so she's had a child out of out of wedlock she's you know doing what she can to make ends meet but she's raising her kid right she's doing what she gotta do she has a little piece of car you know, she's got a little piece of job and also trying to, you know, find a way to raise her son, yet still kind of live life and have some type of smile on her face. And maybe she's doing that because, you know, you can't just be all frowning around your kid. Right. Um, but she's she's trying to make it uh, whatever lament she is. She wears or bears out of this relationship. She has found a way to to not let it become a burden and keep her back and only wants that for her sister only wants that for her bigger sister and it and is steadily trying to you know uh make her uh realize that you know mm-hmm. give this up so i i thought i found that interesting um but the whole time i was watching this film i was just i was like you say you were talking about how skillful Ava uh, DuVernay's direction is is in this film. It is it 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 is a song, man. I am just w- sitting back and just watching the melody just play along. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the 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 uh, the verses and the chorus and the bridge and everything just play throughout this uh, throughout this movie. And I really just. I really just appreciated it. I yeah. really, really did. Yeah. And it's funny as I was watching it, I realized that I had seen this movie before, and it was almost like when you you think you'd never heard a song before, but then all of a sudden that old melody comes in the right, back of your head. Right, right, That's right. exactly what this movie was. Right. I, I I could remember. I started remembering not so much the scenes, but the rhythms. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah, she's gonna go out with with David, and he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna she's going to check him on something and that's when the whole ring thing came out I was like yeah I remember, I remember that groove I was I was just, I was really just digging it um but it, it's it's interesting some scenes like the one scene you talked about in the beginning I read that a little differently when he's he's um she's telling him about having to the quit medical school because I I want to be here for you and everything mm-hmm. like that I read that when he's saying like, you know, no, you can't quit medical school. You got to do whatever. I read that as the bad guy that he's not, because I'm not, I'm not prepared to say that he's not a bad guy because, you know, he was doing some stuff. The bad guy as painted by Ruby, the guy as painted by Ruby is not a bad guy right? until some of that, uh, some of that, um, some of that veneer starts crumbling away later on in the film, especially when he comes up to his parole hearing. And right, that's when right. it, it all just shatters. Um, 
is but but the guy is painted by Ruby is not a bad guy. But I do feel that whatever gray area he he lives as far as with the law, I feel that his love for her is true. Right. And I didn't read that scene as him being, you know, secretly happy about her doing what she has to do. I read it as him wanting because he loves her to kind of like subtly push her away so that she can move on. But he doesn't. No, but he doesn't, but he doesn't, but he doesn't because she does love him and he does love her. And he resigns himself to, okay, baby, five, five years, four, I'm good. You know, buying into it because at the end of the day, what else am I going to do? You know what I mean? But I think that his whole his whole thing there was about kind of like wanting to push her away. So much so that I think it's telling that it, it jumps forward the four years because now that it becomes a reality, it starts to become a reality that he may actually start to get out, get out of here. Mm-hmm. I think he's... He, does kind of like uh, subconsciously sabotage his situation. Yeah, I just, I just read him as weak. Like he actually says at one point when he's talking, when he writes her letter, when you know, because he, he, you know, she finds out that that you know he slept with the 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 guard, one of the prison guards, guard, yes. which is you know I won't come back to that because that's that's one of the few moments that kind of took me out of of the whole thing a little bit, but. He says at one point, you know, I knew better. Like, I knew I shouldn't have done it as I was doing it. Mm -hmm. But then he goes on to say, it's much like I knew I shouldn't, like, I should never have gotten with you in the first place. Mm -hmm. Like, like, you know, they don't show how they get together. Right. But you get the sense and, 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 you know, during that wonderful scene that you just talked about, the dinner scene at the birthday party where, where, where her mother basically says, what happened to you? You used to be so vibrant. You used to have all these questions. You used to, you, you know, and, and, you know, again, when it begins, she's in medical school like this, you know, he he should have left her alone in the beginning. Like, like just from, whenever they met, when, whenever they met, look, you are doing one thing. I'm doing another thing. Let me leave you alone. And I didn't. And this, you know, these are his words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what I get from that, because again, I, like you're saying, I don't, I, you know, you, you kind of hesitate to say. Culture Kings is a podcast on the How Stuff Works Network, hosted by comedians Jackie's Neal and Edgar Montplacier. Every Wednesday and Friday, these two friends dive into topics ranging from sports, music, to movies, style. They wonder whether or not Donald Glover is a genius or a weirdo. They continuously decipher Kanye West's tweets and behavior. They also have recurring segments like Queen of the Week, The List, and Top Fives like Marvel Movies and Video Games. Listen to Culture Kings and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and find out the best way to eat a taco. Oh. What's the best way to eat a taco? That's with your hands? With your hands. Also, with salsa on top of everything to hold the ingredients down. 
It's like a layer. It's the layer. Right. So that the lettuce doesn't fall off. Can't have falling lettuce. He's not a bad guy. I don't, I I think he's a weak man. Like, I think he kind of takes the path of least resistance a lot of times. Because I think he does care about her. I think he loves her. I think, and I think the film goes out of its way to say that. Like, he is not, you know, sort of consciously trying to take advantage of her. But I think it is very telling that she is the one who is very actively holding it together. Oh, she is. As as far as his case like like you know at the end of the film and and i thought this was so cool because you know she's doing all this paperwork and stuff and i was thinking oh okay she's taking control of her life again she's going she's reapplying to medical school oh really that's what you thought that's that what was? i thought oh, i knew like all that paper and stuff i said oh well she's trying to but she's actually getting all of this information yeah, all of his case stuff together. And sending it to him. Yeah, like, yeah. This because is this is you now. it's your case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you should have been doing this. And she says, when you are ready to be who you need to be, I think you can do something. And you have that, you know, again, just to pivot uh, again to um, just the masterful direction of this film. You get that wonderful mirroring of shots mm-hmm. where you see him behind the fence by himself with nothing but space and desert and you realize he's where she's been the whole film and you know if you want to be optimistic about that ending you can say well this is now his beginning Mm -hmm. like now he like now he is fully present in his life with his case and going for what he's going to do but this is at the end of the film you're right like you said, you you know, that hesitancy when it looks like he might get out. And, you know, every time she says, I'm going to do this. And he's like, well, I don't know how we're going to pay for this. And I don't know what I'm going to do. And, 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 and you know, again, you, you know, sleeping with the guard. And, and we don't know what happened that, that led to the melee in prison. But she says to him, you know, you like your role was to keep your head low, read some books. And then when it's time for you to get out, you get out. So that I just, I just, I just got my read of him was that he, I keep coming back to weak. Like there was a weakness with him. And and again, this kind of path of least resistance and, 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 and taking shortcuts Mm. and, and, and that maybe that's worse than being a bad guy in a lot of cases, but maybe. But you know, but and, and you know, again, I think just living life and 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 you see situations like this where you see, oftentimes it's 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 the men doing it to the women, where they kind of hold these women back, right? And and these women could do other things, and and I think in a lot of ways those men are more dangerous than the horrible dude, right? It's, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's the road to hell. For her, for her to hold it together like she did, like you say, this is, this is a, a typical story. There, there were, there were thousands of stories of all those women lined up at that gate, all those women right. riding up on the bus. The one woman who, you know, kissed her, kissed her boyfriend because I was going to kiss my baby. Yes. You know, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it's a different type of hero that you don't see 
on on the film in films when she is confronted by um obviously you know a child that he he has out of wedlock right with some other girl previously before they got together before they got together mm-hmm. and she comes walking up on her like you know yo I need some dough you know knowing full well what the situation is right right you know what i mean but you but you're going to come but you're going to come at at this woman's neck she doesn't she doesn't um respond in kind she obviously hasn't been responding in kind for years she, she all right you're here you know like, what's up what's up what's this going to be you know i'm going to meet this head on but i'm not going to meet it with like any kind of craziness cuz then that's a, where's that going to get us right you know what i mean and that's We're, not what this movie is and that's not what this movie is which is cool yeah which is cool and uh i like that because this movie it it easily could have been the 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 girlfriend even says that and you know if if i were you i wouldn't want me all all around right right you know right what i mean right. she's like no i'm not you right and this is this is this is not your story this is my story right and in my story you know i I'm dealing with him, which means I'm dealing with you and I'm going to deal with you as I would deal with him in a manner, in a mannered um, way where everything is gets taken care of as best as it can. And I'm letting you know, we're going to do it as best as you can. You've been getting your money when we can get it to you. We get it to you. You know, right. you know, the situation don't act like, you know, nobody's running nothing here. I'm right, right here out in the open. You know, you didn't have to come like, you know, like trying to blow up my spot. But right, it's all right. good. What it, girl? It's 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 funny. You said it's it's not that kind of or, it, you know, there wasn't that blow up that, you know, in, in an, another context, it would have been oh, yeah. something bombastic. I um, it's a very quiet film. Yeah. And I think it's it's deliberately quiet. In a setting that many of us who have watched movies since, you know, frankly, Boys in the Hood. Mm. We don't expect that level of quiet, especially especially from uh, a film that takes place in South. That's Central, my point. Yeah. South in South Central, Right. Right. Like you expect, you, you know, it's like we, we've all sort of, you know, we, we talked about straight out of Compton a few weeks ago. But, mm. you know, it's kind of we expect, you know, it's the police helicopters and and, you know, like like I have to say, I was. I was ashamed of myself because at this point I should have trusted the film. But, you know, towards the end when she was out on the date, I expected her husband's boy to, you know, like I kept waiting for him to, you know, break yourself, fool, break yourself. And right. and I knew it wasn't that kind of movie. But again, we've been trained that when we see a film in South Central, in, in L.A., in this environment and and I know, you know, Ava DuVernay has said that, like, like, you know, we think it's all gangster, gangster and Crips and Bloods. And ironically, you know, talking about N.W.A., I've heard Ice Cube say that talking yeah. about the Friday movies. Right. How, you know, you think is is just Grand Theft Auto all day, every day. But here's something crazy. It's just people living their lives. Right. Right. So that, you know, think how 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 how. um in a typical film, just a typical film, not necessarily just a typical black film, but in a typical film, when he, when she is out on the date with the bus driver, David mm-hmm. O, you would see the husband's boy, you know, like a quick shot of him, like in the car, right, know, seeing them walk down the street, or you know, coming out, coming out of the store, seeing them walk past, or something like that, and then it would cut to the confrontation when he when he steps to her right think of how much 
more powerful it is that they are out and about. They are doing their thing. They're living their life. They're, you know, they're sleeping together. They're living it, doing whatever. And then it cuts to, you know, she's at the job and girl and her girlfriend is getting her attention. Yo, 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 look, 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 look. And she turns around and you see dude standing there. And the second you see him standing there, you know, right. He's, he's seen them. Right. You didn't, you didn't see him see them. You didn't see even anybody give a, 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 a untoward eye at them at all. But the second you see him, you know, oh shit. You know what I love about that scene and about that character? That character does exactly what he says he's going to do. Like, there's no twist. Yeah. There's no, like, he's not stealing money. He doesn't make a pass at her. He says to her, you tell your husband about this or I'm going to tell him. She says, I'm going to tell him. And then that's it. Yep. Like, she tells him. And, I, you know, again, you, you've sort of been trained that, you know, this is going to be some type of twist and gun. And and again, it's 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 like it's like the film trusts you to find the stories of these people engaging in its ordinariness. Yes. Like, like you don't need yes. this flash. You don't need this. And and again, I think that is a testament to. Um, Ava DuVernay's confidence as a writer, as a as writer, a, yeah, and a filmmaker, yeah, and and yeah. the confidence that she has not only in her ability but in her audience, yes. So that so that you know it really is this amazing little character study that this, I'm going to have all these characters uh, acting and reacting at the height of their intelligence as they are portrayed in this film. Um, Fully confident that you, the audience, will, at the height of your intelligence, be able to intuit what I don't tell you, what I don't show you. Exactly. And fill in the blanks to make this story that much more richer exactly. for you. Exactly. Experience. Having saying saying all of that, the one moment where, and, and I, I've, I've been thinking about this for the past couple of days since I've watched it, when Ruby finds out that her husband has cheated on her with the the guard right at his on um, probation hearing and that kind of throws her into a tailspin it throws everybody into a tailspin because the, the the lawyer didn't see it coming played right. beautifully by Sharon Lawrence yes i want to shout her out yeah too. yeah yeah oh absolutely and 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 that whole that whole issue oh yeah of like like we talk about the effect that incarceration has on these families emotionally mm-hmm. and but just the the financials of it i thought like this was this this was a lesson in what it means to have legal counsel yep and and how that's an ongoing thing but um that was like in a so film back at the referral here right, right right in a film that is so quiet and and so again this word lyrical <sighs> I don't know how I feel about the 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 sort of shocking betrayal. Like this is what like I found out about this, and then that drove me into the arms of of another man. And you know that was the one little thing that. And and again, I'm still kind of figuring it out because I think that I think it very much makes sense Mm -hmm. that he slept with the guard. It happens all the time. In the Not only does it happen all the time, but again, my read of Derek is that this is a man 
that means well. But would do he was he's weak and would fall. But he is weak. He's not as strong as his wife. Right. Um I wish it was more pointed that what she really wanted with um with 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 Brian, which which is David Oliola's character's name, is 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 almost human touch. Like like you could see she just wanted human touch more than sex per se. But I think it is pointed. I think it I think it comes across. I think it comes across. It definitely comes across. But I think I think because it happened so quickly after the scene where she finds out that Derek cheated on her, mm-hmm. I think you it's easy to misread it as tit for tat. It's yeah, and Brian has tat. See it's, what it's, I did it's, there? It's, I see what you did. You see there. what I did there? It, yeah, it was nicely done. <laughs> nicely done. That's why you're here. Um I think that as she is riding along in the cab, and it's a beautiful talk about quiet, talk about like just the music. This is this is the bridge of the uh, of the of the song of Middle of Nowhere. Mm-hmm. When she's riding in that cab, she's crying her eyes out, and then she's trying to find some re- resolve and what am I going to do or whatever and, and she's not even saying these things all all of this is just written all in her eyes all in, all in, in the in the framing of that scene and then she decides you know telling the cab driver no go someplace else um cuz and she fixes herself up up in the back of back of the uh cab to go look for Brian at this club where he said he was going to be i think at that moment she is kind of feeling a little tit for tat mm-hmm. you know and she kind of like even tells him like when she gets there you know like like hey you know what you thought about the ring yeah it's true you know it's it, it, it's it whatever and 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 he's like oh okay then you know it's whatever and they enjoy a good night they're dancing they're they're, they're, they're loving each other they're 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 getting to know one another not not really loving each other they're getting to know one each other feeling a little close to one another and um, he goes to take her home and another great scene where he gets out of the car. God bless him. God bless him. God, I taught my daughter, daughter this. He gets out of the car to walk around to the other side to open the door for her. And there's a great scene where she's in the car and you just, you're waiting for her to come out of the car and she doesn't come. And the camera smartly just stays on that space in between the car door being open, him just slightly almost off camera right there at the door and her still sitting in the pass in the passenger seat, but you can't even see her. You just see, you just feel the time and the emotion of why she's not moving out. And he comes in, leans in like, you know, what's up? And, she doesn't say anything and it's a, a nice little space of time happens and then she basically just says you know you know just take me somewhere you know mm-hmm. whatever um and they, and they and they kiss and he's like all right gets in the car and takes her to his house and it looks like they're about to do you know you know do the deed and in the framing of this scene you can tell from their body language and from the way that it's staged that, and you know, just because of what you have learned of Ruby's character, Mm -hmm. that she went out that night for tit for tat. 
Mm-hmm. But like you say, that's not really what she wants. Right. She just wants. She just just needs. Uh, she just needs to feel a, a close, a hug. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just some contact. Some contact. Some human. Some human contact. And she walks across the the screen. She walks to him. He takes two step in, two steps in and is there. He is there. I'm here. I'm there for you. I'm not coming to you to get you. I'm here for you to come to me because I will give you that contact. And then they embrace and they hug. And it's alluded to because it then cuts to them laying in bed and his shirt off, his shirt is off and her shirt is off. It's alluded that they may have had sex. Right, right, right. But I actually more read that as they hugged, continued hugging, realized that they were just going to, I'm going to give you the contact you need all, all night. And it's, and that's what it's going to be about. And they got into the bed because while her shirt is off, her bra is still right, on. Right. True. That's right. Yeah, you know? that's true. So it's, it's very true. And then, and then, you know, he just hugs her from behind. Yeah. You know, um, which, which mirrors a scene from earlier that's right. where she, where she was laying in the bed and could feel Derek, yeah. you know, laying on her, even though he wasn't really there. Yeah. It was her, it was her, her, her Derek emoji that she carries around, right? You know, uh, laying on her. Now she actually had the contact, and she and she 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 needed that. You could you could see her, you know, nestled up in it, and you could see him just being present for her in that. I'm not going to go this any fr- any further because, like he says later, I'm trying to be what's next. Right, right. And I'm which thinking, was so smooth. Oh, I said, "All right, now." I but um, but yeah, I think you're right, and I think it's worth noting that that scene at his house is lit differently. It's yeah. warmer. It's red. Yeah. You've got the red of the bricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she spends the night, you have the sunlight coming in, and it's 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 striking. Yeah, because when he finally goes to her house, it's washed out again. Yeah, because now she like she's still there. Yeah. Like like she's still part of of like she's still completely detached because she's all caught up with him which you know the the end like the end like the the end kind of like I, I actually gasped a little bit when it goes you know it goes up after she gives him all of his stuff mm-hmm. and 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 you know just ends and she's just on the bus stop but a woman speaks to her says good morning and she says good morning back and it seems like nothing but then you realize that in two hours, you've watched this woman almost be detached from the rest of the world. And this one simple bit of contact with another human being. And it's like, yeah, here it, it really is a new dawn. Because you see the sun. Because you see the sun. It's the morning. Yeah. And and then, the you know, right before that, the part that I loved, again, when she kind of puts this relationship to bed when she says this is the end like i love i love the duality of the scene where you know you, you mentioned her friend and 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 well yeah i guess they're friends you know the, the woman that she rode on the bus with and apparently it's a rule that you can't have contact with the prisoners right 
but the woman kisses her husband earlier in the film and she's uh punished she can't come back for 90 days but she says you know i just wanted to kiss him yeah so that when ruby does the same thing at the end mm-hmm. everybody in the rooms is applauding is applauding because they think it is this great sort of um act of defiance act of defiance against the rules but ruby and derek know that this is goodbye exactly this is the long kiss good night so you know i i i I loved the duality of that because you have everyone clapping and nobody knows what's really happening except for the people that need to know what's happening right and this is her leaving this little world that the two of them have and and then again, her leaving the jail because when you see her walking out, that's right. You know, as far as the guards are concerned, you're not going to be back here for right. ninety days. And as far as she's she's concerned, I'm out of Shawshank. Exactly. And and then and you, she got that stroll to her. And then we get that cut to the scene that um I mentioned a little while ago of Derek. Now he's behind the fence, right. and and then that's when you go to this this bus stop scene. I mean, it 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 really is. I, you know, I love early Spike Lee movies like I'm not a film like I'm not a trained film guy like I, I didn't study film or anything but but I love these films that you can like you can pull a scene out mm-hmm. and just look at the scene and it's like this little snapshot portrait or portrait almost like you only had to watch the movie yeah. just this and that, that little scene is enough of a vignette that that little scene is enough of a vignette that you can appreciate it on its own removed right. from the overall narrative yes and that's why I, like 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 spike lee's first four or five films i feel like scene by scene by scene almost you can do that and i got that from this movie Mm-hmm. Where they were like scene by scene, and you know it's worth saying, two hundred thousand dollar budget. That's all. Nineteen days. That's all. This, this is a master class in filmmaking. Like it really, like when you think about what she, what she's done. I think one of the things that that we've talked about, whether we're talking about Putney Swope, whether we're talking about you know the way that Tyler Perry makes movies. I think that we have begun to talk about guerrilla filmmaking yeah like these people and i have a vision and i have limited resources and this is what i come up with with these limited resources and obviously you know if we're talking about robert downey senior and tyler perry and um ava duvernay you get different results but true (laughs) (laughs) but i think it is always worth acknowledging these directors and and a director like this who's able again you know you know she did i think she made a documentary mm-hmm. before um before um i will follow and and this is her second film and it it's 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 amazing like it's amazing like when it was finished i said that was amazing and then so so yeah i don't i don't even know what else to say I I don't know what else to say either, except that you know, uh, shame on you for putting uh, Eva du, uh, Duvernay uh, name in the same sentence as Tyler Perry. I'm talking I mean, about direction. I mean, guerrilla filmmakers. Mm, well, whatever. Right. Um, I, I I will not. All right, hey, all right. shame her and thus away. All right. Uh, she did do a couple of uh, documentaries, a couple of television documentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my mic sounds nice, which was a, a one on hip hop. Uh, and then the year after this, uh, after Middle of No, 
nowhere, she did a documentary which I actually uh, love, Venus Versus, all about the Venus Williams. Oh, okay. I thought you, right. So you skipped over. This is the life uh, about the. Um, this is the life was two thousand and eight. Okay, yeah, that was yeah, before yeah. that. Yeah, okay. That was before all right. Before. Yeah. So, um, and then she went on to do Selma, and the, yeah. And then she went on to do so much. Yes, she did. And I can see, I, I know there was talk about her, uh, like Marvel started. I, I, there was, right, right. She had meetings with Marvel. Right. They were just, how hard they, they, were they were just looking for black directors. That's, that was all. And But I'm glad that she didn't go for it. And now, I I will say, I, I wouldn't mind seeing her do, uh, you know, uh, I, I wouldn't mind seeing her do anything. Um, she She's great. Omari Hardwick is now, I think he's on Power. Yeah, he's the star of Power, yeah. which uh, a lot of people love. I have not watched Power myself. He was, um, he was on the first season of Being Mary Jane. Oh, was the, it the show Being Mary? And again, I think Amari Hardwick again, like he is, he is the perfect means well, bad idea dude. Really? Like, like again, it's like yeah, I see, yeah, I see how you got pulled into that. <laughs> Like I can see like your brother and your uncles told you not to date him. And I can see you sitting in the living room saying he's different when he's with me. You don't know him like I know. him, Right. Right. And, uh, 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 Emiazzi Coronaldi. Yeah. She is, uh, my first, um, my introduction to her was not, uh, well, it was middle of nowhere, but I didn't remember it. Um, my introduction to her was actually fairly, fairly recent mm-hmm. because she is on the Amazon TV series Hand of God with oh. Ron Perlman. Oh, well, she's she's also in Miles Ahead. Oh, the Miles she? Davidson. Like, I actually didn't like I just saw her on a commercial and I said, wow. I mean, not to just be serious. I said, wow, she is gorgeous. Oh, she is in Hand of God. She plays. um I'm not, well, she she's on Hand of God, and in Hand of God, her character wears almost exclusively white, like whatever she's wearing. Okay, it's, it's almost white. I have a weakness for brown skinned women, especially of the darker shade, like Miss Coronati, in white. I, and so when I saw her on this, I I was dumbstruck. I was oh my god! And then she's just incredibly talented, right? Uh, and, and and mesmerizing as as an actress. Um, she is. She. It, it, I would have as as great as she is in this movie. You know, we talk about you know the actresses out there. And because and, and, we we've talked about astri- astri- uh, actresses and them not getting the opportunities, all of them getting the opportunities that uh, right, right, that, right. That they could. Um, uh, we talked about the the um, the actress from Why Did I Get Married, who played the same role in the sequel, and then right, right, Tasha to, Smith, Tasha Smith. I would love to see her get an opportunity to do something like this either a middle of nowhere where right. she has to actually play another role right, right. or or on hand of god um because she's a regular on hand of god right uh, uh which is a vi- and, and 
and she plays a very complex character on there. If you never watched the show, it's a really great show. Okay. It was a really cool show on Amazon. Um, I would love to see her get the opportunity for something like that because for some reason I just have a sense that there's a little bit deeper in her, something deeper in 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 her talent. Well, you are supportive of Tasha Smith's potential. I am like I've seen I've seen like just going back to why you get why they get married for a minute. I've seen Janet Jackson do other stuff. I know what she's I know what she's got. I know what she ain't got, and she ain't got a lot. I've seen Sharon Leo on a couple of things, mm-hmm. and she's basically been the same thing, boring. So she doesn't do anything for me. Oh, Sharon Leo, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. She, I've seen Jill Scott do some things. Jill Scott has has a, yeah. a, a, immense talent as an actress and singer. I've seen that. Tasha Smith, I've only seen do the one thing. Right, right, right. And I think uh, I could be Dang. wrong, but I have a sense that there is something deeper there, and I would love to see her get the opportunity. I, I just love the fact, like, people who are personal friends of mine listening, let the record show that Lynn brought Tyler Perry back up, not me. Okay. Like, I didn't I didn't pull no, us. No, no, no. You, you mentioned him first. I didn't pull us back into it. Like well, you, well, so, that's true. I did. So, all I right. Did. But, but, but yes, I, I, I'm a firm believer that many, many actors and actresses are not weak. Their projects are weak. Yes. So, there yes. you go. Um, but this is not a weak project. Middle of Nowhere. No, is available no. on Netflix no, yes, right now. Right now, uh, you should watch this. You should enjoy it. Um, I actually w- did hear from a fan who a, a couple of people mentioned on Twitter because I put out there that this was going to be our our movie. Uh, Robin Robin Malay Pizu uh, at Every Woman ninety eight said, "I've been trying to see this for about three years. Well, now you, now you've got your opportunity to now you've got a reason to watch it." Yeah, and uh, Dina Howard at Dina Howard on Twitter said thanks for the tip I'll look it up and watch it when I get the time well make the time Dina you will make not you will not be uh disappointed uh make the time though check out middle of nowhere it's available now uh streaming on Netflix um I will follow is on there too like I'm gonna check that out in yeah. the next few days because because yeah. now I have not seen Selma I you know we were talking I think before. Selma's on HBO now. yeah you know it's not a bad film, man. I mean, I'm, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sure it's a fantastic film. I just, 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 you know, slave stuff and civil rights stuff. I, I, I gotta, like, you I'm. Had your, you had your fill? I, and, and not only, have you, did you ever see Boycott? The yes. HBO movie? Yes. So it's like Jeffrey Wright is a young, and, and Terrence Howard mm-hmm. as Ralph Abernathy. Like, I, I said, well, that's all I'm ever going to need because <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. It was good. And so, but. I might have to revisit my thoughts on that because, because again, this I was blown away by this. Like I was, like I really was. So, Lord Jesus, I might have to watch some damn Selma. All right, go watch Selma. I'm gonna watch Selma. Go watch Selma. But we're not gonna watch Selma next, ladies. No, the next movie that we will be watching. I'll give you a heads up. Um, because it Vince is doing a twofer. He he chose the middle of nowhere. Oh, really? I mean, you don't want to do it a week, the week after? Uh, you want to we'll go ahead and do we'll, it? We'll do it. We'll do okay. it. Okay. So next All week, right. next week we're going to be watching Hill Harper, Billy D. Williams, and Ray Dong Chong. Where's Marla she? Gibbs. Uh, Marla Gibbs. Oh, <laughs> where where's she been? Oba Baba Tunde. And yeah, and uh, Uda Lulu. In uh, two- wow, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> In um, in the visit, 
the visit. Um, and it, this is this is not streaming anywhere. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if people gonna be able to find it. this. This is a deep album cut. Y'all might have to come to the house to watch this. <laughs> we might have to have a viewing party for the visit. Uh, this is um, uh, this is this is a deep cut. I, th- I think I think Vince found this under his, <laughs> under his couch. You know, I I, rem- I saw it in the movies. I mean, we'll you talk- saw this in the movies. I, you know what? This you, was not in the. No, movies. no, no. We'll talk about this next week. This I saw this at a you know one of the art house theaters 2000 probably still in baltimore so like the charles theater would run you know these little you know the little movies that were on the circuit Mm. and you know would run like three weeks so so i saw but we'll limited run it was it was very limited it was a very limited run but you know it was 2000 it was a lot of films like all those little films had limited runs but um so that's going to be next week so we're going to do the visit next week all right we'll do the visit next all right I i you know what I can't wait to talk to you about the visit. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. All right. Looking forward to it. Um, that's all for this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, but the uh, the invitation is still out there to each and every one of you. If you want to be sit in with us on the, uh, the Michelle mission for a stop with the Michelle mission, all you have to do is email us at Michelle mission at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter or Facebook and let us know. And we will connect and try and make that happen. We've got, guests lined up it's it's it it, it is like it's it, becoming it, a thing well you know it's funny it's kind of like on on my other on the other show is like you schedule things and it gets to the point where like you're doing episodes to get to the block of scheduled stuff yeah and i looked up i think that's where we are <laughs> yeah. like you looked up it's like six seven weeks scheduled yeah so so yeah yeah man yeah. It's, it's gonna be gonna be it's cool it's, it's very cool it's, it's very cool it's becoming a thing yay all right um that's it all right this has been fun yes for vince this is len and parting we say you know what i want to try something different make it classy uh we'll see you when it's time to meet again It's time to bid adieu. It's been a pleasure knowing you. I'll see you when it's time to meet again.